Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, y'all, we got a very, very special guest this morning. My dog. Come on, baby. Rain, sleet, snow, shine. We like the Pony Express over here. We ride. We ride together. He is the most notable sports analysis and analyst. Not worry about Analyst. Sports talker. Because <laughs> he, he be talking. You know, when you, when you try to be big and you ain't really got it. He's the biggest sports talker. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> right. Of our time. His signature style of commentating is, is renowned. He's a feature commentator and executive producer for ESPN's First Take. And his No Mercy podcast is streaming on YouTube. He's added another, another iron in Credit. the fire, baby. Mm-hmm. He is now a best-selling author. This is one of his newest accolades. And he's got a new book out entitled Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It's available now. He's here to tell us about straight shooter, why he shoots straight all the damn time. Shoot uh-huh. straight when he need to be fine crooked sometimes, but he don't know how. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, straight shooter himself, my dog, the one and only Stephen A. Smith. What's going on? I miss y'all so much. How's everybody doing? How y'all we doing? Great. Good. Yeah, great. What's up? How you feeling, man? Um, I, I'm just humbled, man. You know, um, my, my book hit the New York Times bestseller list, uh, wow. you know, on, on Wednesday. And the, the book was dedicated, obviously, to my mother, who was the ultimate straight shooter. 
Y'all all know she passed away in 2017. She's the greatest woman I've ever known. And um, I dedicated the book to her. And, you know, we talk about God a lot. Um, I know y'all do. And for me to be a New York Times bestseller, um, it's beyond my wildest dreams. But the day it was announced was on my mother's birthday, which was Wednesday. So oh, wow. um, it was... Uh, how hard, how was, hard did you cry? <laughs> how hard? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, how hard did you cry? Um... I cried a little bit. You know, I miss her a lot. You know, I spent two years, the first two years she was gone, I cried every day. And, um, you know, I cried periodically from time to time because I miss her so much. Um, but when I uh, when I got the New York Times bestseller, I mean, in the book, I talk about how I got left back, not once, but twice. I got left back in the third grade because I had a first grade reading level. I got promoted uh, that following September. I got left back in June, but I got promoted that September to the fourth grade after I did summer school. Then I completed the fourth grade and then got left back again because I still had a fourth grade reading level. And I remember when I was a fourth grader and my father's standing in the kitchen with my mother. And he doesn't know that she's on, uh, he, they don't know I'm on the back porch. And my father told my mother, the boy just ain't smart. He ain't going to be anything. Just get over it and accept it. And my mother never, ever capitulated to that. She never gave into that. She always believed in me. She always pushed me. She always demanded excellence from me and what have you. And she was my, my greatest cheerleader. And so it's one thing if I'm successful because, you know, I'm doing something totally different. I'm playing sports. I'm, you know, I'm an actor. I'm doing whatever. It's another thing entirely when you can't you can't read, you can't comprehend what you're reading because of your ability to read, write, and communicate. For me to overcome those challenges and then to be this successful and then for it to be the culminating point because I've achieved everything I had to set out to achieve in my career already. But to achieve this was the final thing on my bucket list and to pull it off and to have it announced on her birthday it was truly, in my mind, God's way of just reminding me that she's watching over me and she's taking care of me still. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Beautiful. You know, I think I think a lot of people don't know the backstory behind people's success. I think books like this are important. You, you in this book, man, you get pretty frank with everything, Stephen. You was talking yeah. in the book about getting fired from ESPN in 2009 yeah. and sharing that news with your mother. How'd that go? Well, that was a tough one. When I got let go, when they told me they were letting me go, I was devastated. I felt screwed over. I felt set up. Um, but I also felt very, very alone and, and, and very scared because I was a father. I was a new dad. And I was like, man, this is this is scary as hell because how am I going to take care of my responsibilities? Because it's the last thing. It's the biggest fear that I've always had. And I went back to my mother's house licking my wounds, even though I had my own house in South Jersey, New Jersey. I went back to her house in Hollis, Queens, and I laid in the bed for a couple of days. And after a couple of days there, she would always bring me breakfast, my well-toasted bagel with extra butter, my hot tea, milk and sugar from the West Indies, and I always drank that. And she brought me a tray of food, and on the tray with the food was a handheld mirror. And I was like, what is this for? She said, I'm just wondering when you're going to start looking at yourself. And she pointed out how my attitude wasn't the greatest, uh, that I was a bit too negative, that she listened to me over the phone, talking about my bosses, talking about issues, 
playing the role of victim, acting like everybody was doing me wrong instead of accepting culpability for myself. And she said, I'm not saying you deserve to be fired, but I do know this. I know that you don't like being around people like that. So why would you expect your bosses to want you around? You got to grow up. You got to mature. You got to accept the fact that things don't always go your way. But you got to persevere anyway and maintain a level of decorum and control and poise and, 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 and get rid of that arrogance and acting like you're entitled to things because you're not. That made a really big time impact in terms of changing my mindset and getting me on the right track again. We got to come back. I don't know who this is I'm talking to. I, I, I've never heard this person before. I don't know what the, we've got to come back this is great man the book is called Straight Shooter it's a memoir of second chances and first takes we'll be back more with Stephen A. Smith right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show alright everybody we're back our special guest this morning is my friend uh, Stephen A. Smith I, I ride with him I don't care what happened and uh, this brother right here you know, I'm seeing a side of him today but first, the calmest I've ever talked to, the most inside look I've seen him give himself publicly, publicly. And I think you got to understand that everybody you see that's a success story today, there's another story that often ain't told that looks mm. that could look a lot like your story. Can I say something? You know, I love all of y'all. I've known y'all for years. But I want to share something with y'all audience that I've never shared with anybody. And it's about Steve Harvey. When my brother died, in 1992 in a car accident. Two months before he passed away, I made a vow that I would never go to his gravesite until I achieved what he swore I would achieve. And that was that I was going to be on ESPN one day. I was going to be a general sports columnist. I was going to be on TV, and I was going to resonate in such a way that the sports world was going to ache to hear what I had to say. And I never went to his grave until I achieved that goal 11 years later. And I bring up that story because fast forward to 2009, I had lost my job and I was wondering about my future. I got a job back on Fox Sports Radio, but I was contemplating a lot of things, wondering how I could climb back or whatever. And I was in Atlanta showing up for the Disney Dreamers thing. And I was I was with Steve Harvey and Steve Harvey doesn't remember this, but Steve Harvey probably doesn't remember this, but he sat down and talked to me because he saw fear in my eyes because I had a, I had two daughters by this time. I had a responsibility to take care of them, and I knew that I had gotten screwed over, but I also knew that I needed to accept accountability and resurrect my career, and I knew it was going to be a long path, a long path there. And Steve Harvey sat me down, being the big brother that he is, and gave me words of wisdom about the trials and tribulations that I not only went through, but that I would have to go through to restore what I once had and to eclipse what I once had. And I always held on to those words, but more importantly than that, what I held on to most was the big brotherhood that he extended towards me that helped inspire me because it reminded me that everything that I was after and everything that I was in pursuit of wasn't just myself. But it was for him and all the people in my life that never hesitated to extend a helping hand. So while I'm sitting here this morning as a New York Times bestseller, I want to say to get the applause for me, make sure you give it to people like Steve who extended a helping hand and inspired me 
and helped me learn how to galvanize the troops, build my support base. So when I climbed again, I wouldn't fall because I made sure to surround myself with people who wouldn't let me fall. You're one of those people. And I just want to say I love you for it. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, let me go What's to a wrong? break right Steve? here. Let's go to break, break, Steve. Yeah. I'm going is... to break and I'm going to go write my memoir. I'll be right back. I'm coming back with more with Steve A. Smith right out here. So I got You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're back. Our special guest this morning has been compelling. Stephen A. Smith uh, from First Take, from the No Mercy podcast. Now the best-selling author. He's on the New York Times bestseller list. The stories about his past, his failures, his relationships with his family, all of this, man, is coming out. So, Stephen A., man, you, you're you known as a straight shooter. That, yeah. That's the name of the book, Straight Shooter. Let me ask you this, man. Have you ever said anything most recently that you <laughs> wish you could just suck back in your mouth? Well, we all we all know what that is for me, bringing up the Rihanna and Beyonce comparison. That I can't believe what that turned into. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm like, you you got to be kidding me, man. Hey, you Steve, know. did it catch you completely yeah. off guard? Completely off guard, completely blindsided, man. Listen, Sherry Shepard, who's doing a great job. They picked up two additional seasons for a show. Yeah. I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Um you know, their, her team came into me before the show, and they said, Stephen A., you do debate. You do a debate show every day. We, we want to have a debate-style format. So we, we don't mind a healthy debate about something. We want to kind of incorporate that into your segment. And I said, no problem, you know, make it a little different than what people are accustomed to seeing if you're away from first take. I said, no problem. So when she asked me about Rihanna doing the Super Bowl, listen— I love Rihanna. She's phenomenal. She got my money just like Beyonce got my money. I bought both albums. You know, I support them both. But I am a Beyonce fan. I think he might be the greatest female talent I've ever seen. And that includes Janet Jackson, who I loved as well. And so for me, when she said Rihanna, in the, I'm thinking, you know, she said Rihanna in the Super Bowl. But when I'm thinking Super Bowl... Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Halftime shows. I'm thinking Beyonce with Destiny Child. I'm thinking Beyonce with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. And I'm like, that's a high standard to live up to. And so, because Sherry was asking me the question and I had in mind what they were saying, I was like, she's a lot of things. She's sensational and fantastic. She just ain't Beyonce. And you would have thought that I spoke to the woman. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, this is like... But Steve, 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 let me ask you a question. Where were you? Okay, now, I I know Sherry's show is taped to live. It went on the next day. It went on the so next it airs the next day just as yeah. it tapes. They go to commercial break on time, everything. It's a really great wear show. She's got a great right. executive producer, black dude. John Murray. <laughs> when, where were you where right were you? after the show aired? And where were you walking from? Yo, bro, it wasn't even that. I taped the show, and 90 minutes later, as I'm about to go into Sirius XM, the taper interview... The damn thing was viral. And everybody was going crazy because they're like, yo, man, what did you say about Rihanna? Because apparently they put some clip out of what I said before the show even aired. And the work, do y'all know, I don't even know. I never even knew who Navy was until I I said, what y'all mean, Navy? You mean our armed forces? What are you talking about? Going like this, yo, y'all. The, the only thing that really made me mad 
Hey, Stephen A., hold on one second. Steve, Stephen A., stay right there. You should have been gone two breaks ago, (laughs) but you that good of a guest. We'll be right back. Stephen A. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Our special guest this morning is my dog, Stephen A. Smith. Thank you. And so uh, this is my boy, man. We've been ride or die no matter what. We've been, on, we've been having a great conversation. Uh, come, <laughs> and now we got into the Rihanna thing. And all I can say about this is, Lord Jesus, glad it was. Lord Jesus. That's all I can say. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Because I, I talked to this boy the same day it came out. Uh-huh. Because, you know, we were talking about coming on the radio and promoting the book and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just call him, man, just to put my arm around him a little bit. Because I've yeah, had several people yeah, call did. me and I have to like, hug me. I, I can't believe it. I can, and this is what really, this is the only time I got mad. What? When it's like, when it's like, oh, he's pitting two black women against each other. I said, now stop that. Now stop that. <laughs> I, I, said, I did not say a negative word about Rihanna. Not a negative word. Okay? The fact of the matter is, I'm entitled to be a fan. And the reality is, is that I bought both of the albums. I listen to both of their music. I support both of them. I'm just more of a fan of Beyonce than Rihanna. That is not a crime. And I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me. Now this is black on black. So when when Michael Jackson or Prince was the subject, which one you got? That's black on black crime? I mean, if if it's Luther or or, or Teddy Pendergrass, that's black on black now? We got to stop this. We got to stop this. Okay. See, Steven, okay. See so, Stephen so, so, A. I, I can't love Steve, Steve Harvey. I can't love yeah. Steve Harvey yeah. and subject to entertainer. I can't love him both. Nope. Come on, y'all. <laughs> nope, not on the internet. Pick a side, baby. Pick a not side. Not on the internet. Well, well, the internet is undefeated, man. Well, that's Stephen uh-huh. A. Well, let me tell you what I, I did on the internet. Let me tell you what I did on the internet. I said to the internet, Rihanna, to you, I want to apologize. For all of this, this not this noise, this brouhaha, blah blah blah. I want to apologize to you, Navy, and everybody else. Kiss my ass. I want to be very clear about that. I want to be very clear about that. I'm still Stephen A. I'm entitled to my feelings. Anyway, I can edit that off the show. Is there any way I can save his ass from his no. ass? From yes. No. From you, I'm not going to let you. You, dog, listen to me. Me and you go back like Cadillac seats. I'm not going to. You can't dig this hole no damn deeper. Now you drag the dynamite down in the hole and you're lighting wicks. Listen, I owe Rihanna an apology. How do I owe somebody else an apology? Because I'm a yeah. fan. You don't. What did I do? You don't. Stop talking about the Navy. Because <laughs> okay. they ain't. Right. They're going to mess okay. around and drag me into this. And Steve, okay. we had just okay. said, oh, Stephen A. looks so handsome. We're, we were feeling the gray temples and all Man. of that when you first right. came out on the set and everything. We were rocking yeah. with you, Stephen A. And then and you, you said that. that. Oh, man. This was like Stephen A. But do y'all understand she asked for a debate-style format? Yeah. I told the team, Stephen A., I told the team, I'm telling you right now, when you do these shows, a producer comes in the room, and they kind of want to get a heads up. Now, he didn't say this in the producing room, but they gave him the green light of some side to be Mm -hmm. somewhat controversial about something. They asked me to be a debate. They asked me 
I told the team that. He did. He said, they asked but me, me to do that. He didn't see that We part. just we didn't, didn't know, know your nutty ass was going to do it. But Stephen A., you looked good, though. Well, thank you so much. I do try. I do try. Hey, man, here's what I love about you. And it is a take me as I am. I am a straight shooter. And what makes you a huge success is that you are so compelling on TV. You are must-see TV. And that's what makes first take number one. That's what makes it what it is. Because love it, like it, hate it, need it, wish it. He going to say it. And now you can take it and feel how you want to feel. But this is what I said. And that is my dog. He is unapologetically Stephen A. Smith. Damn it. I am the first take. I'm the last take. When I did the show right there, me and Steve got in an argument. Stephen A. got an argument on the show. I said, hey, man, the name of the show is First Take, not your take. <laughs> You were arguing with Stephen A. Yeah. And Steve. Yeah. And you know, man, but you come on this show, man. He's such a gracious host. He treats you wonderful. He respects all of his guests. You know, he could really do a number on what some of these celebrities and cats is getting on that saying. Because, you know, they saying something dumb. They ain't really got the facts. They trying to be compelling it. And he walks them through the interview and guides them down. But if you're a regular on that show, if you swagoo, if you Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin if you that other boy right there that had the mohawk, if you any one of yep. them, Greeny, your ass finna get it. <laughs> you gonna get it. You gonna get it. They know it, too. That's the way it goes down. But I love them all. I love them all. I'm very proud hey man, of you. Before you go, before yep. you go, how about them cowboys? <laughs> how about them? How about them? Didn't I tell y'all? I get told y'all what's coming. I told y'all just be patient. I told you just be patient. I told you. I told you they would not let you down. When it counts, when the lights get brightest, they go fold. Things don't happen. And sure enough, it did. It did. That's just the way it goes, man. That's just the way it goes. It's and what they do. It's what Stephen they do. Stephen A., you know what it is. When I was a little boy, before the AFC broke off into the NFC, it was just the NFL, right. the Dallas yeah. Cowboys was in the same division as the Cleveland Browns, the North mm -hmm. Division. I grew wow. up hating the Cowboys no matter what. So when they split up and went NFL, AFL, and the Browns went AFL, and they went NFC, my hatred for the Cowboys <laughs> is from childhood. But you see, and I can't hatred, get my, rid of it. But my, my hatred for the, I don't hate the Cowboys. It's what? their fans. It's their fans that get on my oh, yeah. okay. they, I can't. Let me tell you something right now. The Dallas Cowboys can go 1-15. It's in the book. It's in the book. The oh, Dallas the Cowboys can go one and fifteen. They can end their season on January fifth at seven p.m. by mm -hmm. seven fifteen. You know we go win the Super Bowl next year, right? <laughs> this is what they do. This is what they do. They, they cannot take they cannot take fifteen minutes to smell their own stench. They are deplorable. There's nothing worse than a fan than a Cowboys fan if a nuclear bomb drops. Three things will survive. Rats, roaches, and a cowboy fan. It's who they are. It's who they are. Okay? And so we understand that. We get it. And so the best thing that I could possibly do, I have to apologize to the, to Jerry Jones and to the cowboy players because I don't mean no ill will towards y'all, but your fans are so disgusting. 
the misery of you losing that break, that comes down upon them is so refreshing. It makes my it just makes my spirit feel good. Boy, I've been, I've been I can't get, stand. Hey, your ignorant ass be coming on that cowboy, cowboy hat, cigars. I be going this damn fool. And the night before, right. on social media. Right. Listen, they wouldn't let me. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. What I wanted to do, right, was get some pom poms, right, and start jamming with the cheerleaders and make Michael Irvin and Swag Goo and cats like that put on a cheerleader outfit in my background. Oh, no. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. They got but I couldn't pull it off. Hey, man, listen. Boy, hey, everybody. The new book out. It's a bestseller. You got to get it. It's called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It is called Straight Shooter. It's available now on all platforms. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. You can go to any bookstore. It is out. It is great reading. Yep. Here's our dude. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Stephen A. Smith. Yay. One last thing, y'all. It's also available in Audible. I voiced it. I got an audio version as well. You can go to nice. Apple and Amazon. I tried that. I wasn't good at too. that. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. want you to know. And- Get it in audio. You, I, 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 you might be really stuff. good in audio book. My audio book failed miserably. I didn't, I can't <laughs> read mine's, that my, long. Mine's right now. Mine's right now is top four. Whoa! Look at you, Stephen Congratulations, A. Congratulations, man. Look Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen A. Smith. Appreciate y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.